All right, part three, last part. Sorry, ladies. There's a lot of there's a lot of ground to cover. This is part three. Sorry, we, Shannon talks so much. We we <laughs> can't get through. <laughs> I don't know what's happening right now. Okay. Part three. Yeah, I yeah, started it. Yeah, Pay okay. attention, Shannon. Okay, we're so ramping it up. up. <laughs> so I think I finished the majority of my questions, and I wanted to touch up on what Shannon so made. So clear that we did not pick up where we left off, but Shannon, so is life. I know. I'm we all never, about the agenda. This, this house right here, Shannon, I know. this retired mode, okay? Yes. Retired yes. mode. You need to grasp the piece of just chill. I feel but you. But you can't because you're a cancer, and I get you. Grandpa, it's hard. Me and Grandpa are cancers, too. It's, it's hard, hard to just chill. So, change you change pants? Oh, no, she's seen a cut on my knee through my pants and I was like, yeah, I fell down on my bike. Uh, Shannon is yes. clumsy. I am not. I believe Cookie's <laughs> clumsy too from time to time. You're, are you clumsy, Cook? Or? I just forget everything. She's forgetful. Shannon's clumsy and, clumsy and I'm just broke. <laughs> my body broke. And you know what I find in our what friendship? You, you <laughs> We're a tripod. What I find in our friendship is when we're we getting each other. When I'm getting out of the car, they just walk. <laughs> and they walk away like I can walk fast. And sometimes I try to say, hey, I was not done talking. And they're just walked there already inside of the house. And I'm nearly at the gutter trying to get momentum to get my fat butt on the sidewalk. But I never take it personal. I never take a person. We know you're going like, to get to us. Hold on, like yesterday, remember? <laughs> yeah, Ileana was all, where's my Nina? You guys Shannon. left. <laughs> Shannon's all, no, at the restaurant. Shannon was all, where's Joanne? I said, oh, she'll oh. get here. <laughs> yeah. She's coming. She's coming. <laughs> Tag along. Get pop. I didn't realize how fast we just got off. Normal, yeah. natural, just boom. And then I look at you guys walk away so effortlessly, and I pray, <laughs> Lord, that they never take that for granted because no, I, I did I did like yeah, I just don't. I was a walker all my life you know uh, I just love to get up and go in and now I'm all sitting in the car while you go into Marshalls <laughs> and buy everything <laughs> I'm okay I'm, I'm sitting here listening to all this music I'm really okay meanwhile I'm searching on Amazon um, oh canes God. with the seat <laughs> I think she just does it so we can get the AC started uh, oh yeah when we're getting to the car yes but then afterwards, like even yesterday, we just walked on in. And Ileana, I didn't realize I closed the door even, too. I, I thought I left it open like I just walked through it. You're just a trifling soul. And Ileana was like, hey, uh, where's my Nina? And I was like, oh. And I heard the door, boom. And I was like, oh, I shut it on to yeah. And before I could turn back, you were already there. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. were 20 steps behind 22 us. 22 steps behind. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Okay, I'll tell you guys when I get it. I walk in. Remember what I, what I was thinking? We finished the conversation. <laughs> and Cookie be like, are we being recorded? <laughs> or can we talk freely? Can I drop names? Or yeah. are you recording us? <laughs> oh, huh? my God. Yeah. Flash lightning. Wannabe. <laughs> can't, can't walk fast. No way. <laughs> yeah, Jesus said, have mercy on the handicap. I'm sure it's somewhere in the We don't make fun of you. I, I'm, I'm just, yeah. But anyways, ladies. Okay. I just wanted to finish t- touching up on, so it was the first uh, episode of what do you think, or how do you think our mothers see us? Like shattering the glass ceiling of their time. When they look at their daughters, 
And let's just pretend they're paying attention to us, by the way. I know, that's another thing. <laughs> we just, are talking about our mothers here. Yeah, hypothetically <laughs> speaking. Yeah. Hypothetically speaking, if your mother were to be like, out of all my children, this one, perhaps... Uh, maybe she was the rock in my shoe or held me accountable the most or out of all my kids this one shines the brightest no shade to the rest of the kids by the way right. but own their greatness and attempt to own their greatness even though you guys are trickling behind me come on join me it's a fun boat to be on own your greatness own it like what what are the past generation especially women seeing this generation's women, the last, you know, the, the baby move, boomers looking at a Generation X and uh, the millennials and just shattering all kind of generational curses just across the board, you know? Because if I'm reflecting correctly, and I and if not, I don't mean to throw you guys under the bus, but I'm pretty sure I know you that well. None of us really spent nights in jail. No. No, right? Yeah. Just I, I got bailed out before I could see the night. What? <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. That's why I said Shaq. Because, girl, you know the only like places that. I stay was hotels and hospitals. I don't do that jail life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the cops took me in. They oh. had... Uh, See, the cops still liked me. I don't know what they seen in me as a troubled kid. So I lived with my dad. I stole because my stepmom would not buy me my deodorant, toothpaste, my regular, my Dove soap, things yeah. that I wanted. Now that was she the struggle. Me. Yeah. So I'm stealing it. Toiletries. Yeah. I had. I got caught at Lucky's, and I had hairspray. I remember I had a thing of compact. I think I was trying out different compacts because she wouldn't buy the one my mom bought me in the mall. Right. So I was trying all the cheap ones in the store, and yeah, that's what ruined my face. Right. But I had that one candy so I could have something sweet at the same time. Right. On my period. That's right. But it was deodorant. I remember I had inside there and got caught. I had a mouth on me talking crap to the owner, so mm -hmm. he was like, you know what, I was going to let you go, right? but I'm going to call the cops because mm -hmm. you need to be taught a lesson. Right. So, and cop then comes. Help, help, help. Yeah. yeah. And then he, he's like, give me back my deodorant, you sticky hoe. Yeah, and I was like, dang it, I still need my stuff. Right. But cops took me in, and Lucky's, my house, the street, right behind Lucky's was my street. Right. It was just a good miles down over the hill. So he was like, okay, I'm going to take you to downtown. Do you know your dad and what time oh, he's working? My stepmom's home. She doesn't know English, but um, my dad will come and get me whenever he gets off of work. Well, where do you live? And I was like, we're pressing. It's coming up on the next thing. Oh, you just live on the next street. You know what? I'm going to take you home. You know what? You're talking to me cool. The owner said that you're just being the biggest person, the worst bee ever, but you're not. You're really cool talking to me. And I'm like, well, I'm in handcuffs right now. <laughs> You want me to get crazy with you? You got a gun. Yeah. So he took me home, uh, got me off, and my stepmom was there. And, and she was like, I guess, Mia. Yeah. And then they, I guess <laughs> he told her, this is what's going to happen. Well, they ended up telling my dad, this is what's going to happen. She's going to have to do, I'm going to take her down. She has to go downtown or whatever. I'm going to leave her here with you, but she has to do a night or something like that. They had to take me in for something 
I don't know what. I, to this day, I still don't know what. But they were gonna take me in. Dude, I don't you know could if that have a me. You could have a warrant for your arrest as yeah. we speak. So my dad went, and he said, either pay this. I don't know how much three thousand dollars to oh. keep her out. Yeah. And have her attend these classes, and we'll wipe it clear. Uh-huh. She's under eighteen, so she's right. gonna have a clean record after this. So either she goes and stays the night over here, does a weekend or whatever, or because the owner is pissed off and he is pressing charges. charges. So we have to do one or the other. My dad paid for me to stay out, be clear, and attend every weekend. I had to go to these classes. What were the classes about? Um, How not to have sticky fingers? Yeah. Aww, and it was, <laughs> I go to it and it's a classroom and I'm in there and that's where I met my aunt, Andrea. That's where oh. I met her. She was in those classes for no stealing way. too. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I knew a few people inside there. I knew a few from my school. So I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be so much fun. So, yeah, got a new best friend out of that one. Got a new best friend. And, yeah, my dad would always joke about, yeah, she met her best friend in jail. That's <laughs> day. It works. But, yes, I did. My dad bought me the ticket out so to not do the time. I did learn my lesson. I was scared straight after that one because scared I did not want to get caught. Of chancing to go to jail, I just did not. Shannon's all. I'm allergic to three hot cinnamons. Yeah, cannot. So, what do you think? Thanks for sharing that. Now I know that one of us got busted like that. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. Vida loca. Vida loca. (laughs) Try to survive. So, Valentina, what do you think? (laughs) The past. (laughs) <laughs> the past generation of women, like our mothers, how do you think they see us? How do you think they relate to us or attempt to relate to us? Or Like, I don't need you to pat me on the back and say, you guys are awesome. I'm going to own my greatness. I got here because of you. I'll never take anything away from my mother. But I definitely took after my grandmothers they were very strong very opinionated very dominating women who just maintained the control yes oh yeah i definitely took after and i'm like i'm all like mom i didn't take after you because you just cry when the when the when the breeze you know i'm all my grandmothers were very they were like look you work hard and you take care of your family because i override my family yes but I know my place is, I'm a caretaker. My heart will always take care of my family. Like, I'm going to, you know, be traditional and wa- I'm going to wash your clothes and things like that. But, like, I didn't take after my mother. I was very much so, like, I see my grand, especially now that I'm older, I see my non in me, like, to the extreme. I'm so proud of that, by the way. But, like, how would the past generation view an entrepreneur somebody who's in 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 the medical sector of just you do what you do in your in your career that's big you know like because women in the past they was just trying to get Mm medical but here i'm gonna be an insurance broker and i'm gonna you know i'm gonna i'm gonna break these things up especially the obamacare coming out and just having the whole industry scramble like just changing the whole dynamics of that and to be accustomed or to grow accustomed to look I need to I need to learn like I never stopped learning in this industry like 
and to have maybe an outspoken Joanne that always pushed the limits of like, why do you, as a woman in the church that we all look up to, feel the need to sell yourself short and go leave for the weekend and hook up with somebody who's going to derail your destiny? Like, yeah. and then they see that, they see you. Like, what do you think they're. Like, I always try to get into people's minds. Like, what do you think they think? It's deep. I don't know. It's deep. My mom told me one time, she acknowledged it and said, you've done so much more that I wanted to do. I didn't think I could do. I was scared to take that leap and that step. I didn't know I could survive without a man. I didn't think I could be a woman without being married with kids. You're doing that. Everything that I thought, like in my wildest dreams, you've done it. And you've lived it. And your show, it's just effortless. It's just so, it's great. She's like, I love your life of what you do. And even in the crazy, one of my crazy days, partying and doing all that, she was like, you are having fun. You're doing what you want. And I envy that, and I, I'm glad I could see that in my own daughter, but it's what I didn't do, and I hesitated. Um, I'm glad that you're not scared like I am. Yeah. And you don't take the... My dad, mom and dad told me that, or well, her mom and dad, my grandparents told her, you're going to... Secretary, the woman, secretary, that's yeah. it. She did that all her life until retirement. Right. Never I try to advance, and I try to talk to her to get advanced, try to teach her things to advance. She couldn't take that mentality to even try to grow. So she was really proud of all three of us, just the different routes that we took and the different lives. Um, So I was glad to actually get that, uh, just to hear her say... That affirmation is huge. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to do that. I didn't think a woman could do that. And I'm just... And then what I'm thinking is just negative, like... This... You... And like how you said in the first the first session take it back girl take it back that this is what I don't want to be like Mm -hmm. and that was my growing up at a young age I don't want to be like this one I don't want to do that I don't want to do this and how does a young kid even take to that to look at an adult and say I don't want to be like that and that's your own parent that's just horrible but it's good that you actually are smart enough to to contemplate things like that right so it's just weird I really think that like I had to understand and be empathetic to the degree of every generation's past as women they just had limited and more limited opportunities to shine out of the home yeah and to be in the 60s and the 50s i'm sorry the 40s and the 50s women yeah they were able to go to college and there were women colleges out there but when they graduated, they went back to the home and they stayed in the home and they were the wife, they were the mother. and But they had this degree in their pocket that they, they never utilized. And the majority of them in, in certain cultures did not attend college. And th- their, their opportunities were just limited. So as the generations pass and you fast forward to today's generation and we don't even blink at the fact of yeah we know kids girls are going to go to college just the fact of the matter if you think about when your mother was born 
and your grandmothers were born, especially your grandmothers, they were not allowed to vote. Right. Like, so that is like mind blowing. Like, what? What do you mean you couldn't vote? Yeah. White women could, but black and Mexicans could not. Asians right. could not. Indians could not. But like, right. so having that even ability to be born and not being able to vote, like my mom was in her teens when women of color could vote. Like, what's that about? It's mind blowing. So like, every generation that moves forward. They gotta blow the minds of the past, like, oh my god, I never even knew, you know, I've seen a balloon, but to make money off of that. Well, like you said, you have your grandmother's genes 100% in you, and how did it skip your mom? I, as well, I used to get ragged on my mom, just, oh, you're like your grandma, you do this like your grandma, you're straight out like your grandma, you're just so forceful, so angry, crazy, all of it, all like your grandma. And then my dad would say the same about his mom. So how does it skip? How did they not, my mom, see her mom that way? How could she not have taken a little bit of that and done something a little bit stronger? So, so you have... came in more stronger. So you have these, these strong women that we obviously took after. Mm-hmm. But it, as strong as they were and outgoing, dominating, and just a force of nature to be reckoned with, they cultivated... And maybe I shouldn't use the word cultivated, but they made broken children. Because the same force that can control something and, and you can you can thrive with, you can also break yeah. a child. That's true. You see their parenting, as, as grandparents to their grandchildren, there's a different dynamic in general. But like my grandmothers that I took after, both of them damaged my parents. Yeah. With the same power. So you got to find out how are you going to use your power? Am I going to build you up? Yeah. But then that would go back to parenting skills. Yeah. Because look at how our great-grandparents parent our grandparents. Yes. And you get these vicious cycles of dysfunction. So I took after my grandmother, and I'm so glad I did. But I still have those tendencies that could just Flip. jack up something. Yeah. And mess up a relationship. Yeah, that's true. You know? And so... How could your mom not be broken from how her parents raised her? And then she turned around and broken people make broken people. Mm -hmm. Hurt people hurt people. And so when I hang those pictures up in my mind and say, this is what I'm so not going to be like. I am so not going to be like X, Y, and Z. But but I still need to have compassion because what they survived. They only had limited tools and opportunities to even come out of that saying yeah you know so that I was the best I get why up. my mom's broken but I don't get why you stay broken that's yeah 100%. that's something I'm not that's a pill 100%. I just don't swallow yeah. and if you put try to shove it down my mouth of why you choose to a mediocrity over empowerment I, I, I what it was the cross for was it in vain no man and Tell, like my nan has taught me a lot but breath. without saying any word uh, you know like she's taught me that I can be anything and do anything I want to do yeah. by doing what she did anything and everything she that's wanted to do mm-hmm. and that's what I learned from her mm-hmm. and you know it's okay to put your foot down and you know like 
So I take after her in yeah. a lot of ways. Yeah. And she was so unique in the sense, yeah. even her demeanor, nothing about her matched when she would go on road trips. <laughs> she wasn't trying to look glamorous, but when it came time to be glamorous, she polished she up very well. She was always beautiful, but she was yes. she was comfortable in holy pants, Converse, yes. an unmatching shirt, and a big old flower country farm hat. Yes. And then we check in the hotel to go to this church service, and she's just walking in like Jaja Gabor. You gotta have that diversity in your life. <laughs> you just gotta have like she women really, are many things. Yeah. Never put yourself in a certain hole where this is all that I am. No, no, man, we're vast. Yeah, don't put There's layers to women, and the older you get, the more layers you find to yourself of what was okay in this season. I'm over. I outgrew. I'm totally into this, and giving yourself the permission, like. My styles change, my seasons change, my taste change, my uh -huh. taste in people, the way Cookie is and, and how she rearranges everything. Like one day I'm trying to happy to sit in front of the TV. Well, that same seat is on the other side of the house. Like <laughs> it's okay to switch up. It's okay yeah. to rearrange. I'm all like, oh, I was pretty content the way that was. That's where the consistency struggle comes in. <laughs> I have... I want to move on to this thought. Did you have anything more to add about that, by the way? No, because I don't even know how my mom feels about me. Right. But women in general. Women in general? How, how do I'm hoping I think they're all proud because we they went would be further proud. than what they wanted. Mm -hmm. We did what they couldn't do. I guess. Yeah. I hope. Absolutely. I hope that's how they think. Because the next generation always goes further than the next. And yeah, Eliana's yeah. generation will for sure surpass mine. Oh my I God, know yeah. I know Sister Judy was proud of me. Mm -hmm. She told me she made it a point to always tell me how proud she was. Yeah. And get married, move out, your nana will be taken care of. You need to start your own life. And, you know always always made a point to like uplift me and tell me I could do whatever I want to do and yeah. be whatever I wanted to be and just that yeah she was proud of me yeah yeah she was great and she was a great mentor yes for don't wait for nobody to give you anything you go out yeah. and get it you work for it hustle she was always hustling and this yes. the genuine advice that she gave to us was full of love and was 100% don't settle go get that education if you want it go get a start your own business go get married and get out honesty and get out the house so get out the house because you're worth it and you have more to your life and at the same time I see that she stayed at her mom's house and she moved in you know, so I, I, my thing is like this awesome, loving advice that is so true that you give people because you see people in their all their worth. Give it to yourself, yeah. man. But I feel like she thought she had to take care of everybody. I think and so. That's why she stayed with her mom, and that's why she moved in with Alice. Yeah. Like she, that was just her nature, though, yeah. is to take care of everybody. Yeah. Like she still did her, she still did what she wanted to do. Yeah. But she took care of people at the same time. And not just her family. She took Everybody's care of everybody. Yeah. I just wanted them, that generation of women who sat on the pews year after year. 
they they just like I look I'm like you just didn't know your worth and like yeah. don't let it be too late of course Sister Judy has passed on but the rest of them are like dude there's still time to yeah. just breathe in new air there's still time to be unbroken but then you see women who just like hey mm, that's not it's gonna not gonna go like that this time yeah like I, if I were in their shoes I would be like I'm jelly. I admire you. Like I'm all like, there's more room for everybody on this bus. Come on. Mm-hmm. But how do you get to that? How do I be unbroke? That's the process. That's the journey. Let me unbreak myself. You know. Well, being unbroken, unbreaking Unbro- yourself, unbreaking yourself, hurt. It hurts yeah. to unbreak yourself. Like you're broken, but to unbreak that. You've got to go through a lot of pain by digging deep and finding out why are you so broken. Mm-hmm. And looking at yourself in the mirror and telling yourself, this is why I'm broken. Like admitting to yourself why you're broken is the hardest thing you're ever going to have to do in life. Mm-hmm. Weep, that's Joanne, yourself, weep. Yeah. And that's yeah. when you start the healing process. And that's when you feel like, okay, it it doesn't feel like it just happened yesterday you know mm-hmm. it starts it the memory starts fading and you start being free from yourself once you admit to yourself it just you just have to go through that hurt oh my god i don't i just want everybody who's listening to who's hurting and who's broken just do it you're so worth it oh my right. god just, you so don't even understand how free you can be if you just start to heal. And you know what I found? The church is big. Church culture is big on just pray through. Like if you have a problem, as we were just talking about, just pray about it. That's that's the gist of what we got. Instead of sitting us down and giving us the tools, like in my or share your own story, or like our mothers, just share like what you struggled with when you were my age or I don't know whatever but like it was oh just pray about it no I want to I need something like can I get a book on this subject that back then there wasn't Google there wasn't podcast there wasn't all these TV shows like what would I have Donahue yeah and Geraldo Rivera who were not having any shows that reflected me or my culture so like I found that don't feed me oh just pray about it and it'll go away because that's not taking care of your mental health and now we have uh, just all this information and all this wisdom and knowledge that that we could be mentored with and that can teach us like there's there's just so many avenues and tools that you you need to deal with the digging of these issues and that you need to just look at refix um, patch up and walk your child self to getting that kid out of the driver's seat of your life and say, adult Joanne's going to drive this vehicle now of my life and, and little Joanna, you sit back. I'm not going to let you dictate how I react or how my relationships will go or how I see people or how I do I not trust them because do women trust naturally? No. Mm-mm, we got too much baggage. Like, who who can you say you trust? I'm not like, no, I, I don't 
trust people. Yeah. And I'm okay with not trusting people. Well, Joanne, that's not okay to have that mindset because there's going to have to be some people you need to trust. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm all like, eh, I'll trust on the Lord. Okay, <laughs> another kink. Let's go back. Let's just take a few steps back. <laughs> Which would lead me to this. Uh, I heard somebody say this on, I think it was a preaching religion is the only thing that doesn't work that has not been abandoned get what I'm saying religion is the only thing that does not work that hasn't been abandoned and religion in, in, in this sentence you have religious people yes, and then you have Christianity those people who have made the choice to count the cost, pick up their cross and follow him no matter what the suffering that they will endure for his name. And then you have Christianity who's legalistic that says, you know what, Shannon? You've been baptized, get all the beer out your house. You can't have parties. You got to go to church every day. You got to go to this. You got to go to that. You got to have communion. So like Christian um, religion is the only thing that doesn't work that society has not abandoned because the moment they abandon religion they find Jesus in his humanity and you know so then he said it's long suffering versus wrong suffering and you got to learn to know the difference when it be, when it comes to that am I long suffering for Jesus or am I wrong suffering because of my relationships that I'm not kind of letting letting go or my thought process cycles and patterns get what I'm saying yes what do you think long suffering versus wrong suffering as Nobody women to wrong suffer but yeah you're just but do we like how how would wrong suffering look to a woman hanging on to a man writing him in jail yeah, waiting for him to come out you know that just See, and that's where I, I, God forbid me ever be with such a negative type of man that you're getting beat down, you're getting mentally broken down by beating you mentally. I, I, I don't have that kind of a man, so I don't know how long a person could put up with that. Yeah, no, that would be just an well, example. You're supposed that's to put up with that. Wrong suffering would be like, and I could experience, I have experience in having a relationship with somebody in prison for their for 30 years yeah because I wrote to somebody in prison for my whole life and I remember when Curtis and uh, when we went to go see my dad and I the, the uh, I wasn't able to go in but the uh, security guard made me leave off of the premises so I had to go on to park across the street. And so they visited him to, they visited my dad to about seven o'clock at night. And so I'm sitting there and then I see all these cars coming, driving up and they're all getting in back of me. And I'm like, what are they doing? And so I'm at the front of, because here's the gate and then I'm at the front. And so this lady knocks on the door and she goes, "Um, are you going to stay here? And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm waiting for my husband to come out. And uh, she goes, well, when you leave, can I have your parking? And I'm like, parking for what? Mm. And she goes, oh, because I want to be the first one in line to see my husband tomorrow. Oh, 
That's such a good story. Yes. And I said, oh, yeah, for sure. You can, yeah, I'll give you my parking. And I rolled up my window and I looked. Line of cars of women standing in line. And then, oh. so when, she, when I left and she came and I said, wait, are you sleeping here? And she goes, oh, yeah, because I want to be the first one to get in line yes. to see my husband. And I said, wow. That's deep, Mom. That's so deep. So I, I was like, okay. Oh I God. wanted to get all those women in a circle. <laughs> yes. And be like, you guys all need to turn your car around right. and go home. No, you're first, of all, so first of all, how long have you guys been doing this? Yes. <laughs> That's my Give girl. it up your weekends. How, this, these guys, do you know You're how many? Doing time. It's them. Emma, do you know oh. how many other women they're riding? And you guys are are coming to see them. Oh my god! And I was, I just felt bad for every single one of them. And I said, never, <laughs> never will I raise my daughter to feel this. Like yeah. less, wrong less, suffering, less, empty. all of this. Yeah. W R O N G suffering. My daughter will never think it's okay to sit here on the street and spend the night to go see her boyfriend Every in prison weekend. with a bag of quarters and a transparent purse. And I, hold on. And I said, I, I was, I was just, I couldn't believe it. Like forty cars were lined up of these women. I just couldn't believe it. And so. Um, what was my point? Long like, suffering versus so long suffering. So, and I even told my dad, Dad, with all due respect, I would never want, I would never take my daughter to go in prison to see a, a man. Right. Because his wife used to take her daughter to go see her boyfriend. So they were both Marissa. Oh. So they were both visiting people in prison. And I said, that is just a really sad story for letting your daughter think it's okay to have a man in prison and then you just you That's stop your, your whole life yeah exactly and you almost feel like i'm crushed for you dude because you don't know how great you are and people ought to be waiting for you to yeah. come out of a, a building not jail by the way be waiting for your presence your feet to hit the ground in a room you don't it's crushing to see somebody wow. who doesn't know their worth and I know you just want to get them by their shoulders. Oh my God! I think you're and great. Like I have to give the credit to my Tata because my Tata showed me enough love my whole entire life to not look for it like those like women that. were looking for a man in prison. That that type of love. That's that's just so superficial, you know. Because I, I don't know. I just yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Gotta them. pray for those poor women. Wake up. Wake up. Oh, and the kids. And it, it doesn't car. even only go for women who have a boyfriend. It goes for, like, the girls kids. who have a dad who's in yeah. prison. Because right. I, I did time with my dad the whole time. Yeah. Because yeah. I wrote to him. And, yeah. like, there was a point where I said, I'm never going to go visit him again because I can't emotionally... I can't take it because I have mm -hmm. to leave you here. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. You know, and so I, I just stopped visiting him. Oh. Mm -hmm. That's deep. Dang. That's deep. Because you can never picture yourself in that manner. Or just. And you're just. That, just to see a bunch of cars, women doing that. We can't. And so desperate to get the first 
parking so you can be the first one to go see your boyfriend or your husband. Like, being so desperate like that, you know, I just, there's no way I will ever encourage my daughter to have a, a boyfriend who is in prison. Yeah. First of all, she's not allowed to date. Let's put that out there. Never <laughs> mop them pie. Yeah, that's my babe over there talking, guys. Here's one more thing before we wrap it up. I believe, I have to read what I wrote. I believe that it is so important to give ourselves the space and the time to do the footwork. These seasons of transformations usually happen in down seasons that are not busy, like a pandemic, or when you've lost your job or you're sick. When, uh, when we are not so busy and forced, and we're forced to be still, that that's when the experience we start experiencing these pains of wait a minute I wasn't feeling that before but now that we're silent and our schedules are not so busy that's when the Lord will tap on the windows of our heart and say hey you got time for me now can you hear me a little better now because mm -hmm. you had that downtime and I think it's so yeah. important as women to give yourselves the environment the space the time in your journey to wholeness and it comes in many forms you know it could be your morning devotional it could be eating proper foods because it's all mind body and soul it's all it is all connected i haven't got that body down right because i <laughs> love desserts but i'm working i'm a work in progress so i would recommend that women in general every morning just do a feelings check of where you are take your own pulse before you start the day because sometimes as women we just wake up emotional and we don't know why and we could ask the Lord Lord is there something I'm not tending to spiritually physically emotionally or am I just being a woman with hormones right. yeah. you know and to know the difference in how to read our bodies but the more time we spend with the Lord the better we equip we are equipped to uh, listen to the cues that he sends al along the way so to do the footwork in our own wholeness, it's, it means a different thing to everybody. Yeah. Some love exercise. God bless them. That's not my story. Some love to cook. I found that when the pandemic hit, I was all like, how do I process my anxiety? Just bake a thousand breads and give them to Cookie. Let her eat them. You know? <laughs> and it's just like we have our different ways of self-care. Yeah. And But what's one of the things that you do on a regular basis for yourself cook that makes you feel good like just therapy or, or tranquility um, just thinking about it guys I don't know stuff like building stuff, creating something sewing thinking sewing. how you can advance your next uh -huh. assortment balloons you keep like for instance i'll come over better. here and i'll come and sit on the couch and i'm gonna think i'm gonna watch something she's all come on let's go to home depot we're gonna build shelves for the garage because i want all of my fabric to be uh color coordinated in uh in an organization and i'm all like oh my god it's not a tv day after all pinterest is my enemy sometimes <laughs> yeah pinterest totally. how totally. about you sean uh, how do you uh exhale and take care of yourself now that I'm home, 100% now, um, yeah, Pinterest is my best friend, not my right? enemy. <laughs> that is keeping me busy on what I could do with the scraps that I have all along my house, my yard, 
Shannon the Hoarder. With, yes, Shannon the Hoarder could put some of that stuff to use. Yes. I've gotten rid of a lot of stuff. Uh, my husband and I bought each other bicycles for our birthdays in June. So now that's my really getting out the air and mm -hmm. anything inside of me, it's coming out and I'm just right. hauling on that thing or, or just cruising, however it may be. But I'll go six miles, 13 miles, 16 miles, however I may go, but I'm on that and that really helps me. I really like it and because right. it's the two of us out there doing it, I really like that. That's awesome. That's good. Well, so I gotta keep to it. What time is it? We're wrapping it up, all right. Coming to end, bless the Lord. It was three episodes long, but I've covered everything on my paper. In closing, if there's one thing you could tell somebody somewhere that's listening to that, one thing that they need to know moving forward more so than anything else as a woman, what would it be? No matter what their age was. What would it be that one thing, like if it was your last thing to ever say and that you would transition and, and this is the one thing that I know for sure. The one thing that you know for sure, for sure, for sure, no doubt that you've come to, that you could pass on to the next generation. What would it be, Valentina? Um, the one thing I would say is you are so much better than you think you are. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you're so much better than you think you are. That's deep. That holds That's weight. Yeah, that, that holds weight. It will always hold weight. Because we're blind to our own greatness. Yes. yes. What about you, Shannon? One thing, what would your legacy be if you were just to leave it with somebody? It is hard. It's deep. Girl, hold on. Let me give you legit advice. I know. If your life depends on it, and I know that you're going to either sink or swim, what would I give to you? God is with you at every step of the way. Absolutely. You're not alone. Never 100%. When you think you're by yourself, he's with you. I think my advice to anybody, just don't stop. Don't. Because stopping is complacency. Complacency is just fruit, seeds that never become productive. Yeah, yeah. Just don't stop. Whether you're seeking an education, whether you're seeking your relationship with the Lord, you're seeking to better your relationships with mankind, just don't stop. Don't stop for nobody, nothing at any time, because at the end of the day, all you got is you. And you don't want to wake up at the end still broken, still with the same record. So if you don't stop, you still got life in you. Yep. You still got life still in your life. All right, guys, take it easy. Hope you enjoyed the three episodes. Take care.